We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a special edition of the DG Podcast. Got 2025 edge rusher Bryce Davis here with me today. Bryce, what's going on, my man? What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, it's it's one of these things where you're prepping for the Memorial Day, right? You got yeah. Memorial Day coming around the corner. You got a long weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of football coming up. I know uh, with Grimsley and everything, y'all getting ready for summer practices now. Spring just wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, never, never such thing as an offseason, if you will. Nah, um, you're around for sure. Yeah, well, absolutely, a hundred percent, especially in Grimsley. I know for sure. Yeah. Um, let's go and get started, man. So, let let the folks know if they if they've never heard the name Bryce Davis, who is Bryce Davis? Uh, 2025 edge rusher, Grimsley High School. Um, 16 years old. I'm dual sport athlete. I play varsity football and varsity basketball at Grimsley High School. I just enjoy doing what I do. So, well, thanks again for letting people know, man. Listen, I, if, if you've if you've been and you know me, you should know by now. I I, I don't think I can reiterate that name enough. Um, you know, I was sitting here trying to tell people, and and obviously, you know, the twenty twenty five class is a year ahead right now, right? You're looking heavy on twenty twenty four recruiting. Uh, if you know, for college uh, fans. But 2025 is right around the corner. Um, And to kind of start with that, you know, you've got, if I'm not mistaken, recently just got another offer putting it to 24 offers. uh, D1 for, if I'm not mistaken, 24 D1 offers. Um, Let let folks know some notable uh, offers, man. Some one that stick stick out to you, perhaps. Let some folks know. Uh, The offer that stick out to me the most right now is Georgia, Alabama, UNC, Duke, Clemson. And uh, Tennessee and the University of Florida. Oh, the Gators, man. Good old Gators. Yeah. No, I mean, you heard it, man. Like, you know, all these D1 schools, right? SEC schools. Uh, speaking of SEC schools, I'm going to drop a fun fact here. I want you to I want you maybe ask you a question about this. What was it like getting your first offer from Vanderbilt, by the way, um, before you even touched the field uh, on varsity level? What was that like? I mean, it was crazy. I mean, it just, it just kind of showed me that I can uh, – I can really play football at the next level. And that just kept encouraging me to just work harder, keep my nose down and grinding. So 
I mean, I, I, have, I have a lot of good pieces around me, too, that helped me get that offer and just pushed me to work harder. Yeah, I was talking with Coach Rigsby. That's Grimsley's uh, defensive coordinator, for those that aren't aware. Uh, it sounded like some kids were uh, giving you some uh, grief about it, man. What, what's up with that? I mean, you got your first D1 offer uh, off JV tape. Yeah, it sounded like people were giving you uh, grief a little bit. Well, what happened there, man? I mean, they were, I, I, I understood it. I mean, I never seen people really get off from JV. I mean, there's probably some jealousy behind it too. So, I mean, just it kind of comes with the, it kind of comes with it. So, I just, I didn't say too much. I just, I knew I had to work hard and prove myself the next year. Absolutely. Now, you, like I said, you got 24 offers. Now, I want to maybe see if this question resonates to you. Uh, at what point? Like, was there a specific offer? Was there a specific time when you realized that this is serious? Like, this is getting serious. I have a legit shot to play at the next level and at a high level at that. Was there any point in time when that really stood out to you, or has it? Uh, it would probably have been that Georgia offer, my fourth offer. I mean, I knew I, knew, uh, I had connections with uh, Jamal committing there, too, but just getting that offer from the uh, national champions, it was just like, wow, like I can, I can really do this. And they don't offer too many, they don't offer too many players. So it was just a great feeling. Well, especially with, I mean, you look at, right. I mean, cause if, if I'm not mistaken, like you said, they were your fourth offer. You, it went Vanderbilt, West Virginia, Duke, and then Georgia. And I think Georgia offered you back in October of last year. I think it was. Yes, sir. So it's like, you know, that was right around the time mid season. I remember, um, you know, me, me personally, I remember watching your midseason highlights and I was like, oh, my man, he's about to get offers like just it's about to blow up, like yeah. legitimately about to blow up. It's like I was watching it and it's just like, you know, I mean, I watch the Grimsley games every week, but it's just one of these things where, you know, watching other folks on the field and watching everything, sometimes little things like that slip up and go past you. But then you put the highlights on. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And was, at that point, I kind of knew. And then. And I wouldn't even think maybe a few weeks later, it's just like, boom, Georgia offer. And I was just like, uh-oh. And then next thing you know, boom and boom and boom. And it's just like, you know, being around this area, right, I think it's one of these things where it's, it's awesome to see kids succeed right, and get that kind of level of, of exposure and obviously offers as well, knowing that you can play at the next level. Man, it's fun to see. Um, now, obviously, you got the Georgia offer. Um you know, you've have you taken any visits anywhere yet? Like, have you went to see any uh, campuses, things like that, uh, so far? Yes, sir. I've been to uh, Clemson, uh, Tennessee, UNC, NC State, and, and Duke. So, yeah, I was gonna say the, I, I figured I figured you'd have. I know looking at like stuff, you know, in in state schools are they're obviously a little bit easier to go to, right? You know, it doesn't take an hour to get there. Right? No one our no one our area. But, you know, going to Tennessee and, and these other schools out of state, you know, that's that's big time right there. Right? So and I know, are there any other plans? I know, obviously, with the summer coming up, you've got summer practices and things like that. But do you, do you have any plans for the summer on anything or no? Uh, yes, sir. I have plans on going to Clemson again, Georgia, uh, Alabama, and Florida. So, and obviously, South Carolina, too. South Carolina. Well, yeah, I know talking beforehand uh grimsley's going down to south carolina and, and camping as a team um you know can you maybe tell us a little bit what that mean like what that's going to be like or what your uh expectations for that are 
a bunch of competition. It'll be a bunch of high schools down there doing the offensive line and a, a defensive line camp. So I'm looking forward to the competition that we'll be playing and just getting better. And I'm going to make a visit out of it as well, too. So. I mean, I mean, that's a good idea to sit there and do that. Um, obviously, you know, kind of a, being on the DGD podcast, obviously I, we do like to bring exposure to uh, local high school kids, but we're also a Georgia podcast. So I got to ask you a Georgia question. Yeah. Um, uh, Coach Uzo Deribe, um is uh, leading up your recruitment, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes, sir. What's that experience been with, with, with Coach Uzo? Oh, yeah, he's great. I mean, he just – he knows – he knows what he's talking about when he came to our practice. I just I learned from him. I asked for some uh, advice on how to take on some blocks and things like that. He told me and I used it and it really helped. So, I mean, just continue to build a relationship with him. It's just been amazing. He's a great dude. Yeah, I figured, you you know, seeing these college coaches and stuff, I, you know, obviously I've never been at that level or anything. But like, you know, getting to like kind of getting tips to better your game. Right. Because, I mean. Watching last season, for me, one of the things that stood out, um, you know, ability to to pass rush, right? I think when you look at college football and, and NFL all the way up, right, uh, pass rushers are coveted. And yeah. the, the ability to get to the quarterback is is crucial, especially in all levels of the game now. Um, I'm trying to remember your stat line for last year as a, as a season. I think you had like 12 sacks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe like, was it like 27 tackle for losses? I mean – like you basically led a ton of defensive categories, right? Um, but at the same time, you know, now looking forward to this season, right? Like, you know, you said Jamal was there, which obviously he's at Georgia now. Um, you know, looking behind you, uh, Khalil Simpson's another guy that people might not know of, but he's off to college now too. What are, what are your expectations? What are you? What are your goals for this upcoming season um, at Grimsley this season? Um, just trying to have a more of a leader role. I mean, last year it was kind of I'm I'm trying to make plays. I'm gonna let Stemp. I'm gonna let uh, Jamal. I'm gonna let the seniors kind of lead us. I'm, I'm gonna do my job and I'm gonna make my plays. But now I got to be more vocal on the defense and just try to get everybody in line as well. So, do you what are you, do you expect uh, other teams to really focus on you more as well? How do you how do you plan on handling that as well? I mean, listen, you're you're fringe five star, right? I, and I don't necessarily look at rankings 100% like that, but I know people will, and especially high school kids will look at that. Mm-hmm. So coaches and things, you know, coaches and, and programs will look to basically try to game plan you out of their out of the game. What what's your goals on how to uh, combat that? I mean, just like I said, be a leader. I mean, the defense that we have right now it, it's gonna be it's gonna be good for sure. We got a bunch of blitzes, so it's gonna allow other guys to make plays too. And I understand I'll, I'll be getting double teamed a lot. And like, so I'll just not face the adversity, still be a leader and just play my role, even if I'm not making that play. So, yeah, I mean, what, what I've, what you, you know, I think what a lot of people can learn is, you know, you don't have to make the tackle to impact the play. Yeah. So, you know, keeping that in mind, right? I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, you taking on a double team and, and opening up a lane for maybe, you know, AJ Hill, right? Or, one of the linebackers to come in and, and plug a gap that you took up a double team with and go from there. So, you know, looking forward to seeing what Grimsley looks like this season, because it is going to be a kind of a revamped defense as well, right? Losing Jamal and, and, and Khalil is it's, it's big pieces to fill, right? So it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like. Um, but kind of want to get back to the college thing, man. Um, 
you look at, like you said, the 24 offers and stuff like that. Are there any uh, any offers that are really like just kind of still struck about getting? I know you mentioned that Georgia was kind of one of your better offers, more notable ones. Were there any other ones that kind of you're like, wow, this is real? I really just got off. Uh, Notre Dame. I, I can't believe I forgot about North. They're really high on my list as well. And uh, Clemson, I'm, I haven't got it. I've, they're interested in me right now, but they don't really offer until your junior year. But Clemson, just talking to <clears throat> Coach Hall, Coach Dabo, when I was over there, it was just um, it was great. And then Alabama, of course, when I when I called them and got that offer, it was like Alabama is almost like college football. When you think of college football, Alabama. Yeah, I was about to say, you think Alabama when you think college football for sure. Yeah. So just those schools, it just <clears throat> really like opened my head. I'm like, okay, I can play college football. So, are there any schools? um that you that you want to hear from maybe um you know you you you're waiting maybe for you know maybe waiting for that call to kind of see what's going on with bryce davis are, any, are there any schools that are sticking out to you they're like man i need them to i want them to i want them to give me a call see what's up i mean the last school would probably be lsu for sure That's okay. but other than that i'm just focused on the schools i have now i'm building relationships right now so that's, I mean, you, like I said, 2025 is still some time, right? So I think right now is probably a key part of the relationship building process, really. Um, yeah. I got a question for you from a, uh, one of our followers. Uh, what's the most intriguing part of your recruiting process? Just, I don't know, just, just the environment, like just going to these different games and like seeing that college football is, is fun and all, but it's really a business, like yeah. – uh, just like realizing that and just I got to I have seen these older guys like after the games, you go back into the locker rooms, things like that. That just it's just really like mind blowing. And I'm really here. And like so that would probably be a big part of it. And you mentioned you played basketball as well. Um, do you see any any things from basketball translating over, you know, into your game uh, in football? Do you see anything transferring over? For sure, that the jab step, getting the post, uh, switch feet, your jab step. I mean, I use that same move. That's like go-to pass rush move. Jab step inside, try to get on the edge. So, I mean, football, basketball, me playing in the post, it kind of goes hand in hand. In hand. The footwork, yeah. obviously, you're using different muscles, but that footwork is gonna carry over the football for sure. Yeah, it's it's fun to listen. And I made this mistake when I was in high school. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna show my age, uh, but I thought it was cool to specialize and. Yeah. You know, if you if you have a kid or, you know, if you're a high school athlete, listen to this. Make sure you're not specializing because um, there's a lot of things that can transfer over to other sports yeah. or the one that, you know, the one that you're looking forward to trying to go and, and proceed the, you know, the most. So just take that note for anyone that needs to hear it. Um, that, and that's enough about my old self. But um, yeah. But anyway, you know, you sit there, you look at it. You know, you talked about your summer plans, things like that. Um, are there any – let's see, how can I explain this? Are there any – I know you said you're going looking at Georgia. What, what are you looking forward to when you go to visit these campuses for the first time? What What are you looking for specifically uh, on a visit? I mean, obviously a great relationship with the coaches, but that can change. I, I've realized coaches change, um, like all of that changes. So I'm just trying to – fall in love with the environment, fall in love with that school. 
Like, I know the transfer portal is a big thing in college football, but I'm not really looking into that. Like, if I if I commit to a school, that's what I'm going to be for the next four years, wherever so long. So it's just falling in love with the place, building a good relationship with the coaches, and just uh, that scheme is really important, too, how they'll use me, things like that. So, I mean, I think with, your, like with what you're saying, it makes sense that you need to look into, you know, coaching. A lot of things that people don't pay attention to, coaching stability, right? I think that matters as well. Um, you know, if, if you're looking to commit to the school, you know, somehow people can take and, you know, use coaching stability as a weapon either for or against. But, you know, you look at, you know, you look at Coach Uzo, you've mentioned a couple of these coaches. Uh, are there any coaches that are sticking out to you, like just, you know, that have the that chemistry and the relationship with? Are there any ones that are sticking out to you the most? Uh, Coach Uzo, Coach Hall, Coach Bauer. Uh, those would be like, those are three coaches I probably have the best relationship with right now. And so. Yeah. Are there any, now you don't have to answer this, but I'm going to do this. Are there any schools that are above the others by chance? Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I know there's a lot. I just yeah. didn't know if there's any ones that are, that are up there and you're going to have to, other schools are going to have to work to get to. Right now is, is Georgia, Clemson, um, Notre Dame and Duke. So those those probably like schools are gonna have to catch up. So now so living in North Carolina, man, we're born into a basketball school, right? Uh basketball state. So I was I'm a Duke fan as well. So it's interesting that you said Duke out of those schools when generally people think UNC football. They don't really think Duke football. What about now? I mean, I know a little bit about Duke football with Coach Elko and what they're doing there, you know, and what he did last season. Yeah. and what they're doing recruiting-wise in the areas, right? They're working to lock down the state. I've yeah. seen it. What is it about Duke that stood out there? Because you start to hear the norm normal names, right? You got your Georgia, Notre Dame, Alabama. It was Notre Dame's also recruiting the state really well, too. Yeah. But what about Duke stood out to you that that's puts them up there with the other schools that I listed? What's, uh, what's, I mean, about, what's special about Duke? They jumped on me quick. So uh, that was, I, I, I pictured Duke as, like, my really first offer. So, I mean, and I've been there a couple of times. I really like the place. Coach Elko, he's building a different environment there, too, as well. So, and they won they won a decent amount of games last year, too. They won so. eight games. Yeah. They, they won eight games. And it wasn't like they were – I mean, some of them were close, but they could have actually – I don't know how many people actually keep up with Duke football, but the, the Duke-UNC game actually came down to a, like a late, late play that sent got, uh, UNC ahead of them. Yeah. They all beat – North Carolina as well. So, you know, obviously it's one year. I want to see some kind of – I just want to see some uh, sustained success from them uh, before I feel like they could become a legit contender in the ACC, right? Uh, but, I mean, the trajectory is there. Right? Yeah. I think that's something that people need to keep an eye out for. You know, just because if you're a Georgia fan listening to this, Georgia's Georgia. However, like Duke is on to something in the state, guys. I'm, I'm telling you that. Like it, it sounds crazy, but it's not. Um, so I want to question about your game, man. One of the things that stood out to me, and I'm going to go back a little bit when Jamal, uh, Jamal kind of put me on to you at first when I was talking with Jamal. And so I went and watched your freshman tape because I wanted to see why you got that offer from Vanderbilt. Yeah. And what I did as a freshman, what I realized was, you know, the pass rush is there, but one of the things that you did, I don't even know. I mean, you probably know you did it, but you set the edge extremely well, especially as a freshman. 
and, and that I feel like as an edge rusher, people look at pass rushers as one thing, but it also takes setting the edge to to you know to succeed as well on the edge. How has that played into your game as well? Because obviously we know pass rush is, is is crucial, but setting the edge. What's that? I mean, why do you put so much of an emphasis on setting the edge? I mean, you have to stop the run to be able to pass rush. So I mean, uh, I think I think that's what sets me apart in my game as well. A lot of the a lot of the guys I watch film on, like in my class in 2024, they'll just be trying to get, they'll just get after the quarterback. They don't set the edge as well. So I just, I try to do both. Uh, those, those are the two pieces I try to master in my game for sure. So, I mean, I just, I, I think I do a pretty good job of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, one of the things, you know, I don't think people really understand like long arming people, right. To set the edge that way. Yeah. But I mean, what, if I'm not mistaken, you're six four. So like long arms, right? It, it's easy for you to kind of create that separation, long arming, mm -hmm. uh, and then shedding the block. But this past season was your first year on varsity. Um, yeah. And one game that stood out to me was second game mm -hmm. against, um, against Reagan. Yeah. And and I talked to you earlier about that. I was like, I want to see what that's going to look like. You know, that, that was going to be to me. I was like, that's the big that's the big telltale. Yeah. But aside from me, what game was your favorite game last year? Oh, the Reagan game for sure. No doubt about it. It was the Reagan game. I mean, I knew who I was going against. I knew they were going to run the ball behind him. So, I mean, it was just like I, I got to drop my nuts that game pretty much. I'm a sophomore. He's a senior. But it, it's just time for me. That's a game where I could prove myself. And I just had fun. If if you're if you're if you're unfamiliar with this game, that was the game that Bryce went up against uh, Sam Pendleton. Sam Pendleton, uh, at the time, was four-star Notre Dame uh, commit. Uh, he's now up there in, in uh, Notre Dame uh, as a freshman. I think I don't know if he's a early enrollee or was he a, a summer enrollee, but regardless, he's there at Notre Dame now. There's also another game mm -hmm. that was interesting to me. Um, you know, the Northern Guilford game, and that was the game, if I'm not mistaken, you went out for a little bit yeah, uh, with your foot injury. And that was kind of one of those things where it's like when that happened, I wanted to see how you bounced back. Because that was – so the Northern Guilford game, for those that aren't familiar, was, was Grimsley's last regular season game. Y'all uh, when y'all y'all won that game, secured the conference, mm -hmm. uh, and then opened up the playoffs, right? And that's opened up at home and everything like that. It was interesting to see how you bounced back and kind of persevered through that because it was so late in the season. Yeah. And, we, you know, we were sitting there wondering what it was going to look like in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, then obviously you, you had Northern Guilford, but then you go to the – I think it was the third-round playoff game against uh, Huff. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, best high school game I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, that was nuts. Yeah. Um, sure. But that – you know, just watching that uh, Reagan game, like you said, I think – I'm with you on that one. Mm -hmm. Um that was that, to me. That was the breakout game that you needed, uh, yeah. and I think and honestly, when you look at the, if you go look at his Bryce's season, uh, midseason highlights from last season, that game stood out. Yeah. And at that point, when I saw the midseason, I was like, uh oh, that again, going back to what uh, what I was saying earlier about that. That's when you started to see offer after offer, and I think it like you went on like a flurry of what like God like five ten offers in a week. Yeah, it was it was, it was ridiculous. Winter, yeah, it was it was crazy. That winter was nuts. It was like December, like December came around. It was just like, and just offer after offer after offer. And I was like, all right, <laughs> and then yes, you know, so it's one of those things. 
Um, last question. What is your why when it comes to playing football? What's your why? I mean, right now, it's just be, be the greatest is what I do. Like, to be honest, it's uh, my, my, my parents preached to me, be a leader, not a follower, things like that. So I'm just trying to take anything I do in life and just be great at it. It doesn't even have to be football. It can be in the classroom. I just, my why is to be great at anything I do. And I, and I want to pursue happiness pretty much, pretty much. So that's my why. There you go. Look, Bryce, we've been, I didn't realize we've been talking for about 25 minutes, but um, just, it was an honor to talk to you, kind of pick your brain a little bit, uh, kind of get some updates on the, you know, the recruiting cycle and process for you. Uh, let people know, man, where they can uh, follow you if they're choosing to do so. Uh, Instagram, the Bryce Davis underscore. Twitter is Bryce Davis Davis forty five. So we'll put. So what we'll do is we'll put this up, and um, we'll make sure you have the access to follow him uh, if you need uh, graphics or anything like that, visuals for you. We'll get that set up for you. But uh, anyways, man, it was a pleasure to have you on. I was uh, looking forward to doing this again someday. Yes, sir. All right, guys, that was what we got four-star Bryce Davis right there out of uh, Grimsley High School. Uh, stay tuned. We might do another uh, Grimsley folk. I got some folks up in Grimsley. Yeah, <laughs> Grimsley, boy, yeah. Grimsley, if you're not familiar with North Carolina football, Grimsley's a powerhouse when it comes to D1 talent. That's all I'm going to say. But with that being said, folks, that's all we got for today. Uh, stick around. Make sure to like, subscribe if you like what you heard. Again, Bryce, thanks for coming on, man, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.